Hey, Seven Mile Road. We are jumping on the podcast equipment for a quick conversation with Michael Previtt. Hey, everybody. And we are just adding some voices to a delightful email that we were able to send you this day announcing that Michael's going to step into this role as discipleship director for Seven Mile Road in Melrose. Uh, If you remember over the summer at our member forum, we said that uh, we were going to start to focus on what would it look like to bring in a full-time staff member to help drive discipleship and mission just with all of his heart and soul for the coming years beside me and our team. And really discipleship with missional intentionality, which is kind of the dream of our church. The way that we say it is, every Bostonian Jesus gives us loved and gospeled really well. And in that big why for our church, I hope that you hear both discipleship and mission. Well, this position is the one that we had begun to think about and form and shape in the summertime. And, you know, the dream with staff is that the church would have a need and that in His grace, Christ would provide someone whose life has been built and come to a point where filling that need would be a perfect fit. So that's what our sense has been with Michael and this next stretch in our church with this need. Um, Why don't you talk some about not just your background with us, but your thought process of uh, transitioning into full-time ministry work. Talk some about that. Sure. So since last August, I've been working in August 2019. Right. It's been over a year. Over a year. Yeah. year and a half almost. I've been working at Odin. It's an engineering and construction company doing operations and project management. Right. And that's been great. Um, and then over this last spring, um, three things kind of happened. Boom, boom, boom. Uh, the pandemic happened. Not just us, but everybody. Yeah. In the whole world. <laughs> uh, which caused me to be working at home um, and Heather and I to have more time together. And um, she was pregnant, eight months pregnant. So we had Oliver in May, yeah. early May, which caused us to start having some more questions where she had moved off staff in May before Oliver was born. Right. And um, raised some questions to us around why are we doing this here? Yeah. Um, what are you doing with all that five years that you spent in seminary? Right. Um, so we decided to go on a trip um, to see our family over the summer because um, you can work from anywhere if you're working from home. So yeah. uh, we did that for a little bit over a month, which is kind of crazy, um, but awesome. And we were able to really dig deep into some of those questions. And I think the Lord really helped remove some of the baggage I had around yeah. pursuing pastoral ministry, um, or at least considering it as a live option right. instead of just ruling it out. Um so we came back from that in August, um, really just ready to have some conversations with you, yep. uh, with some people who know us really well and to say, would, would it be crazy to pursue this? Right. And, um, that kind of led us right into, as you were saying, the merge into the stream of what Seven Mile Road was thinking. Right. Cause those were two very separate conversations on the front end. There was no inkling in your head about Seven Mile Road specifically. Right. More of, hey, I devoted myself to studying theology and, and the doctrine of the church and this stuff. And I fall in love with the local church. Yeah. And I kind of love living up here in Mass. And 
what am I supposed to be and do with my life? That kind of conversation. Yeah. And at the same time, us saying, hey, we are trying to figure out how do we staff this thing for its future. And some of those buckets of work are perfectly aligned with some of who you are and would be a wonderfully safe space to take the next step of saying, um, is capital P pastoral ministry something that I'm supposed to be a part of? So those two streams coming together and kind of like, wait a minute, are we, are we, are we really having this conversation? Yeah. Let's have the next one. Let's have the next one. Uh, we did not rush. So we're talking about whatever that is, four or five months worth of prayer and conversations and inviting Heather into the center of this with us. Definitely. And a lot of stuff on the church, people on the church side as well, but have just felt like, no, this, this is, this is a grace that we're going to pursue together. And of course there's some unknowns and, uh, but we're not playing scared. And this church needs someone to come alongside me and alongside her and say, if we're going to continue to have this many people and growing and do a good job with discipleship in a way that is missional at its core, then someone's got to wake up every day and say, how's this happening? So that's the role that we're inviting Michael into. There's two things we would love for you to do. Uh, Well, one thing, and pay attention to two things. The one thing is read the job description. And the two things we want you to see in there is, number one, the work that will be done. So it's centering on gospel communities, song and liturgy, student ministry, training and equipping, those kinds of discipleship things. But every single one of them always has in the conversation, how is this built for Bostonians who aren't here yet to be swept into this? And then I would also love for you to read the kind of person that we were hoping would slide in to serve in this way and that you would go, oh, that sounds just like the Michael Previtt that I have gotten to know. So if you did those two things, I think you would be enthused about the fit and the plans for moving forward. All right, let me just finish with two, I think, of the frequently asked questions that someone may have. And also, if you're listening and you have any questions at all, as always, 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 feel totally free to just reach out to the pastors and ask. So one is this, is this a pastoral position? And the answer is no. So we're not hiring Michael and simultaneously installing him onto our pastoral team as an elder of the church. That is a direction and a trajectory that we will be happily, aggressively taking in all the ways that we do that with someone who is aspiring to that office and that vocation. But the church is not receiving a fourth pastor elder. They're receiving a full-time staff member who's going to be coming under the care of our pastor elders in the direction of serving us also in that way in the future. So we want that to be clear for people. Um, And then the second thing is like, okay, when does this start? We kind of been moving slow. That's not the worst thing because we are in coronavirus and we're so handcuffed from some of the normal stuff we would do. But Michael has resigned from his existing position. Yes. And so it'll be January 4th that he starts in full bore with this with us. So you can be praying about that. 
not just for he and Heather, but for he and Sarah and I, who will, will be the um, new staff team of the church that's on the clock to serve and love and drive this thing forward, that there would be unity and love and understanding and patience yeah. and harmony and fruitfulness, um, and that we would all just be open to how God would steer what he's doing in this season in the life of our church. And really that Michael's experience would just be the best thing. Not that there won't be junky days or misunderstandings, but that this was the right thing for him and his family and our church, and that God's going to honor us and him and really bless that going forward. Yeah. All right. So that's a plan. Whatever you got to do to get ready between now and January 4th, do it. We're with you. And I love that it'll be no hard transition for the church to just say, hey, somebody who has already served visibly and invisibly, beautifully, is just getting to do that in a more pronounced way. And it may be hard for you to see this right now, but there's a lot of people around our church. Um, and we, we do not obsess over the numbers. I think everybody knows that by now. But we need to be good stewards of the, the trends. And there's probably 140 adults and 100 students or children who are in and around Seven Mile Road Melrose right now. What an opportunity to actually love and gospel them really well. And uh, that's going to be your daily bread. So yes, let's do it. Let's do it. All right.